0: The following program is transcribed from an earlier network broadcast. And now, Dick Tracy! This is Dick Tracy on the case of the deadly tip off. Stand by for action. Let's go, men. It's Dick Tracy, protector of law and order. Do you Tracy fans know what botany is? Well, it's the science dealing with plants and plant life. Uh, you may wonder why people bother studying about plants. You may wonder what possible use that information may have. Well, for one thing, it results in better food for you to eat. Just one example would be the development of oranges that give more juice. And if you give the subject more thought, you probably find other commercial uses for botany, uses in producing trees that supply certain types of wood or in new species of flowers. So you see, there are definite practical uses for the science of botany. Well, here's proof that botanists themselves are respected in the world of science. Asa Gray, whose 137th birthday anniversary is observed today, started out as a doctor. I mean, he received a degree as doctor of medicine when he was 21. But soon after, he became interested in botany. And during his lifetime, he became a leading authority on the subject. So respected was Asa Gray that for ten years, he, a botanist, was president of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. Yes, not only is botany a practical science, but it's also a respected one. And now, Dick Tracy... Yesterday, Benton Malice was electrocuted as he attempted to throw the switch on the oncoming Superstreamer, And his butler, Wormser Crawley, was brought to justice for his part in the train wrecks. And so, Dick Tracy and Pat Patton have concluded the case of the Honorable Mr. Malice. But yesterday, we met a new threat to law and order. The international gangster Bellicose and his henchman, Ringer, who made illegal entry into the country aboard a submarine... As they landed on a lonely hunk of beach, they were accosted by a coast guardman. What's the trouble, Goldilocks? The war is over. Stop trying to get a medal. Take it easy, Mac. It's my job to patrol this hunk of beach and ask questions. What do you want to know, sailor? How come you beat your boat on this hunk of sand? Just the whim. That's no answer. We were fishing and got lost. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. Keep away from that boat, fella. Just because you're in the Coast Guard don't make you the FBI, you know. Just keep talking while I shine my light on the boat. i like to hear you. I thought the Coast Guard was supposed to help out fishermen in distress, not treat them like criminals. Uh, if you fellas are fishermen, where's your gear? What do you mean? What do you think I mean? Where's your fishing poles and hooks and bait? Or maybe you catch fish by sticking your pinky in the water. You're a very funny fella. Always like a man with a sense of humor. And how about these suitcases? They must have cost hundreds of dollars apiece. You take them fishing with you always? Now he's taking inventory. What's it to you what we take out in the boat? Oh, just natural curiosity. Well, try and get over it. It ain't healthy. And there's one other little point. You always go fishing dressed up like high tea at the Waldorf? There you go again asking questions. I also have a gun. You'll also be in a lot of trouble when I get to your commanding officer. You've certainly exceeded your authority trying to manhandle a couple of under citizens like us. Well, we're going to settle all of that right now. We're on the way to see my commanding officer. Suppose we say no. I don't think you will. But if necessary, I can put you under arrest. Now, get the bags out of the boat. The commander might be interested in seeing them. Carry them yourself. Now, the more you guys talk, the more I think there's something fishy about you. And I don't mean with fins. What about the boat? Now, we'll haul her up the beach a bit. The tide's going up. Later, I'll have some of the fellas take her down to the station. I doubt it. Get the bags ringing. Okay, boss. Hey, shine your light over here, will you, sailor? There's water in the bottom of the boat. Anything at all to keep you happy. Hey, you, stay where you are. I wasn't going no place. Uh, Sure, I know. But nevertheless, I had the funny feeling that you were trying to get behind me. That's funny. What's funny? I thought I heard a car stop. There's a little dirt road over the dunes, but I never heard any traffic on it this time of night. I didn't hear nothing. Might have been a Coast Guard Jeep. There's no one do anything. I tell you, you're off your rock. I didn't hear nothing. Hey, stop waving that light around. I can't see what I'm doing. Come on, come on. Hurry it up with those suitcases. Hey, get easy, Sally. You're not at Grand Central Station. These things are heavy. Yeah, hey, full of fish, huh? No, the little one's full of plutonium. We're gonna build atom bombs, sir. Hey. Very funny. What's in the others? The crown jewels. George give them to me to keep till the wedding blows over. You know, for your sake, I hope the commander thinks you're funnier than I do. Oh, he'll love us. Come on, get that stuff out of there. We got a long hike down the beach. All right. One, two, three, and four. Hey, am I supposed to carry them all? That's between you and this fat guy you call a boss. You heard the sailor say it was a long walk. Pick him up. Now, wait a minute. I don't think I can handle him. You'll carry them or get fractured. You better start fracturing, boss. Come on, will you hurry up? Both of you pick up the bags. We're moving out of here. No, we're not. Hey, I'm not kidding around with you two any longer. It's all right. In fact, you won't be kidding around with nobody no more. Take a look at an old friend of mine who's standing right behind you. You don't think I'm sucker enough to fall for that old gag, do you? I always believe in giving the guy a sporting chance. See, in a way, you're right about us. We don't belong in this country. We just come ashore from a submarine. Hey, what's your pitch now? I don't get it. No pitch, I'm on a level. We've just smuggled some valuable goods ashore. And I might modestly say that the most valuable is a fellow named Bellicosi. That's me. Hey, maybe you're not kidding. Get your hands up. Sure. Put your hands up, Ringer. All right. Well, I could get a big promotion. Sure, but you forget about the guy behind you. He's got a Tommy gun. He's here to meet me. And shoot you. Come on now. Start walking or I'll be the one to do the shooting. You're a fool. You refuse good advice. You may fire when ready, Ryder. <laughs> He's got his promotion. Boy, was I glad to see you. This guy had us over a barrel. You are late, Ryder. Everything could have been ruined.
1: Listen, fellow Koshi. when I got the wireless message from that sub, i come right here. I got a flat tire down the road about five
0: miles. And we got into the United States Coast Guard. Hey, what are we going to do with the Admiral here? Take him back to the submarine and tell Verminelli I want him buried at sea. With honors? I'm not particular, but tell Verminelli to include about 300 pounds of shot... I don't want this body around where somebody can see it. Okay, boss, I'll do it. Hey, that that was a good act we put on over carrying the bags, huh? Stalling so that Ryder here could get in a position for a shot. It wasn't just an act. You'd have carried the bags or else. I uh, get this stiff out to the sub and meet me later at Ryder's. Well, suppose I meet some more Coast Guard. You won't if you hurry. They won't be checking on this Sea Scout here for a couple of hours. Okay. Hey, give me a hand with the boat in the body, eh? Help him, Ryder. Come on, Okay. Lift him up, Ryder. Yeah, I got it. Into the boat. I'll push into the water. Hold it into the surf till he gets the motor started.
1: And I'm getting soaked. Shut up
0: and do as you're told. All right, Ryder, right, uh, pick up the bags and we'll get to the
1: car. Something I got to tell
0: you first. Some news come over the radio tonight. No, kid, not a surprise. I thought they'd give him the thing up as impractical.
1: I'm not making gigs. You remember Slim Chance, the radio commentator?
0: Sure, I remember him. He was one of the jerks responsible for getting me deported. Well,
1: tonight he was on the air, coast to coast. So what? So he says something about an unconfined rumor... About you getting yourself smuggled back into the States on a submarine that belongs to your international organization.
0: What? You're crazy. How could he know?
1: All I did tonight was listen to a radio broadcast. Beyond that, I don't know nothing.
0: Who could have tipped him off? I gotta know. Couldn't have been Harry. Who else did I tell? Chimp. Nah. Hey, how about your old girl? Yeah, that could be the one. I sent her word how I was coming. Molly Cure. I think I'll pay her a little visit tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well, what about that slim chance? Now that the whole country knows you're here, you might just as well get back on that submarine.
0: Not yet. He said an unconfirmed rumor, didn't he? Well, we'll get him to say he was all wrong. Yeah, suppose he don't. Then I'll kill him. The following afternoon, we find Dick Tracy and Pat Patton at Dick's office and headquarters. What are you writing, Pat? Another detective story? See, that isn't a bad idea, but at the moment I'm working on my Christmas list. Good. Have you got down to the T's yet? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: how do you like this? Port Tracy. Imitation police whistle, a pogo
0: stick, an Irish mail... That'd be uh, you, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, for the moment, let's put the list away. I'm expecting a visitor. Yeah, who? Slim Chance, the radio commentator.
1: Oh, he's a good man. I listen to him whenever I get the, uh, Chance...
0: Well, it looks as if you're going to get it right now. Come in. I'm Slim Chance. Dick Tracy? That's right. Won't you come in and sit down? Thank you. This is Pat Patton. How are you? He's an admirer of yours like I am. Pleased to meet you, Pat. And thanks for the nosegay. Well, why were you so anxious to see me? Well, I'll tell you, Dick. I have a peculiar hunch that I'm going to be killed. Oh, you should watch those heavy foods before you go to bed. They're murder. Oh, good one. <laughs> Very funny. But this isn't a lobster beer and ice cream dream. Here, read this, Dick. Okay. Bella Cosi is still abroad and intends to stay there. Make the retraction on your next broadcast. You owe this to your public, your family, and yourself. Signed, Jimsy Boy. Who's that? Well, there's no such person, of course. But you notice that family and yourself are underlined in the letter. Yes, I see. And I take that as a threat against my life and maybe my loved ones. Oh, I think you may be taking things a little too seriously. What would you say about Bellicosi on the air? Well, I said that there was an unconfirmed report that he would enter the country from a submarine. Well, bless my radiant personality. Is that true? I believe it is. Who gave you the information? Well, I can't tell you that, Dick. But I think it's the real thing. By not telling us all you know, you're making it impossible for us to help you. I'd like to tell you, Dick, but I promise not to reveal my source of information. And it's part of a good reporter's creed to respect the confidence. Anyhow, if my information is correct, I'm in real danger. And I'm counting on you to protect me. All right, Slim, I'll assign a detective to cover you for a few days. But that's all we can do right now, officially. what about my family? My wife? Well, your home is outside of the city's jurisdiction, but... I'll arrange protection for them, too. You won't have to worry on that score. Oh, thanks, Dick. But I'd be happier if you'd work on this personally. That's up to the chief. But in the meantime, there are no regulations against Pat and me coming to your broadcast tonight. In a moment, we'll return to Dick Tracy. But first... Tracy fans, if you've ever seen any of the movies starring Bing Crosby and Barry Fitzgerald, I'm sure that you'll look forward to hearing tomorrow night's Bing Crosby show... You see, Barry Fitzgerald will be Bing's special guest, and together they'll reenact the scene of their first meeting. It'll be a little fantasy in which Barry shows that he's really a leprechaun, a little Irish pixie. That not only is he 3,000 years old, but that he's also destined to live forever. As a musical treat at the end of this whimsical sketch, Bing will sing, Tura Lura Lura. Also on the musical side of the show, in addition to several other Crosby songs, young metropolitan opera soprano Dorothy Kirsten will sing Romany Life from Victor Herbert's popular operetta, The Fortune Teller. And in encore, she'll blend her voice with Bing's in another Victor Herbert favorite, Indian Summer. Yes, for delightful comedy and wonderful music, be sure not to miss tomorrow night's Bing Crosby Show, guest starring Barry Fitzgerald and Dorothy Kirsten. Remember the exact time for the Bing Crosby Show? It's on the air over most of these same ABC stations tomorrow night at 10 in the East and 9 o'clock everywhere else. And now, back to Dick Tracy. Turn the radio on, Ringer. I don't want to miss Slim Chance tonight. What's he going to say? He's going to tell a breathless America that I'm not here. But Slim Chance is going to say no such thing. And Bellicosi has sworn to kill him if he doesn't make the retraction. Better be sure to tune in tomorrow for The Adventures of Dick Tracy. Produced by Charles Powers and heard overseas through the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is George Gunn speaking. The various countries of the world may have a difficult time understanding each other's customs, but there's one thing every nation understands about another. Music. I'm talking, of course, about a country's great music, the kind the Boston Symphony Orchestra presents in its weekly Tuesday night concerts. This famous orchestra plays the music of all lands, the works of composers in America or Great Britain, in France, Germany, Russia, Poland, Italy, Norway, to name just a few. Music has always played an important role in portraying the national life and culture of a nation. Don't miss the Boston Symphony Orchestra broadcast tonight. This program was transcribed, this is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.